Thank you, Brother Eddie. It's just good to be here tonight, to be able to feel the presence of God. They got to singing that song, The Blood. I said, Ma, they can sing that uh, some more. I begin to feel God's presence when they begin to sing. It's nothing like the blood of Christ. Praise God. And got talking about that memorial day, a day that set aside to... You know that we remember those that fought the battle that we could have the liberty and have our freedom that we have. I don't know about you, but I'm still glad I'm American. Praise God. I'm glad I still live in the land of the free. Oh, yes. But I'll tell you what. Most of all, I'm glad I'm free in Christ. Because whom the Son is set free is free indeed. Amen to God. Oh, my I, I, I'm just so thankful that I'm a Christian. And I want to say, uh, also appreciate you letting your pastor come to our church last night and preach to us. And yesterday was uh, was Pentecost Sunday, and um, and uh, my we had a great service yesterday morning. And then I'm telling you, last night, Brother Eddie preached. We had church around Forts Lake. And we just had a great time. Appreciate you letting him come. And uh, I just wish every one of you could have been there. We had a time. Praise God. Amen. And uh, But I believe God's going to give you a good week this week. Praise the Lamb of God. When he called me and asked me what I consider uh, coming and, and uh, helping him out these two nights. And I thought, my, my, you can, you're scraping at the bottom of the barrel, you know. But I... But I'll come to do my best. Praise the Lamb of God. Aren't you glad God's good to us? How many come tonight to really get in and let's see what God's going to do? Praise the Lamb of God. I want you to turn with me to the book of 1 Kings. It's an old uh, familiar uh, chapter and story. Uh, you've heard it a lot of times. But as I was studying today, God seemed to lay this upon my heart. To bring to you tonight. Amen. First Kings the 18th chapter. And I want us to begin reading from verse number 30. Praise God. First Kings the 18th chapter. And let's look at verse number 30. We're going to read quite a few verses. So just bear with us tonight as we endeavor to read these verses to us tonight. The Bible says, And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And Elijah took twelve stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he made a trench about the altar as great as would contain two measure of seed. And, and he put the wood in order and, and cut the bullock in pieces and laid him on the wood and said, Fill full barrels with water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. And he said, Do it the second time. And they did it the second time. And he said, Do it the third time. And they, ran, and they did it the third time. And the water ran round about the altar, and he filled the trench also with water. 
And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God, that thou hast turned their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice, and the wood, and the stones, and the dust, and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces, and they said, The Lord, he is the God. For the Lord, he is the God. And Elijah said unto them, Take the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape. And they took them and Elijah brought them down to Brookishim and slew them there. Verse 41 said, And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. I want us to look at verse, uh, chapter 19 and verse number 1. The Bible says, And Ahab told Jezebel that all Elijah had done with all how he had slain all the prophets with the sword, then Jezebel sent a message unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow, about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life, and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. And as he laid and slept under a juniper tree, behold, the angel, then an angel touched him. And said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked up, and behold, there was a cake bacon on the coals, and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink, and laid him down again. And the angel of the Lord came again the second time, and touched him, and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for thee. And he rose and did eat and drink. And went in, in the strength of the meat forty days and forty nights unto Horeb, the mount of God. Notice, and he came thither unto the cave and lodged there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him and said unto him, What doeth thou here, Elijah? What doeth thou here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thy altars, slain thy prophets with the sword, and I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains, and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. 
but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped he and he and that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? What doest thou here, Elijah? Could you stretch forth your hand this way one more time? And ask God for his holy anointing power. Father, as I stand behind this sacred desk tonight, realizing that, God, I'm helpless. Without the anointing of thy spirit, I cannot do anything but God with it. I can do all things through you. And, God, I pray that you will take a live coal from your altar and place it upon my lips that my voice can be as a trumpet for you tonight. And I pray that God let these few words that you've laid upon my heart dwell deep in the hearts and the mind of every believer. And I pray that God, when the altar service is given, that we will respond to the call. And God, we're going to give you praise. We're going to give you glory and honor. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Can everybody say amen? amen. Hallelujah. I know I read quite a few verses, but I want you to get the essence of what I want to preach about tonight. Amen. But I want you to notice in verse number 9 and verse number 13. Notice the words. And he came thither unto a cave and lodged there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him and he said unto him, I don't know about you, but I like it when God speaks. Amen. I love it when the Holy Ghost begins to talk and my God reveals himself through his spirit. Amen. This is a question he asked Elijah. He said, what doest thou here, Elijah? And then in verse 13, I want you to notice that it was so when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering end of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? Amen. What doest thou here, Elijah? But if God will help me for just a little while this, uh, tonight, I want to preach from victory to retreat. Oh yes, from victory to retreat. When we look at in 1 Kings the 18th chapter, God Almighty exhibited his power. Amen. In front of a crowd of Israelites. And God used Elijah to prove his power. Amen to God. Fire fell from heaven. False prophets were revealed. Ahab and Jezebel were defeated. Amen. That's what happened. Thank God. Oh, yes. In chapter 18. Amen. Oh, I like it when God's power is revealed and we see the enemy. Thank God. Destroyed. Oh, yes. But when we look in the first Kings, the 19th chapter, we see that Elijah goes from victory 
to retreat. Amen. You know, it, that, that really bothered me when I began to think about how he saw the ma great manifestation of God's power and, the, oh, and what God did that day. How a whole nation fell on their knees and began to pray and began to declare that he was God. Hallelujah. When they saw the fire fail, amen to God. And I thought, my, how in the world can, my, can a person see a great moving of God's spirit and then go into a retreat. Oh yes, let me just say this again. He just seen God send fire from heaven. God had given him victory over 850 false prophets. He had outrun Ahab's chariot all the way back to the city. Amen. Now there was a little pagan girl. Oh my. She was, her name was Jezebel. And now she's had him on the run. Now his victory seemingly is all forgotten. Amen to God. He's scared and he's running. I want you to get this. He's scared and he's running. Where does he go? He runs right into the wilderness. His fear brings depression and confusion to him. He doesn't want to face anyone. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. He doesn't want any kind of responsibility. He decides there isn't any use even in living. In other words, he was saying, I have had enough. Yeah. Woo! I don't know if you've ever been like that before. Oh, yes. Knowing what God can do. But listen, let me tell you this. Going into a retreat, this is what it would bring. It would bring depression. It would bring confusion. Oh, yes. You don't want to face anyone. You don't want to, you don't want to take on responsibility no more. Oh, yes. And you'll get just like Elijah. Oh, yes, he decided there is no use in living. He said, I've had enough. He's, he said, Lord, take my life. Now is one time he's running for his life. I said he's now, he was running for his life. Now he's thinking of suicide. Oh, yes, he's running from death, but he's asking God to take his life. He doesn't know what he wants. Amen. That's what retreat will do. Amen to God. Oh my. He finally plops down under a tree and he goes to sleep. Have you ever felt like Elijah? If I could just get away from the pressure I'm under. Amen. Oh my. But I'm going to tell you. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what kind of situation it is. Remember the power and the manifestation of God you felt. There is no time in going into a retreat. That's just exactly what all my the devil wants you to go. Amen. Go into a wilderness somewhere. Amen. Where you get you be so deceived. Amen. Oh my, you get so depressed and confused, and you wonder, my God, am I really saved? Oh, God, help us. I can see this great man of God. He plops down under this juniper tree. He's, oh, my, he goes to sleep. I've had enough. Can't take the pressure no more. 
I'm, I'm talking about a man that's seen a whole nation fall on their knees and began to say, God, God is God. He is God after they've seen the manifestation of God. But now, because he hears a little threat, oh yes, he's running for his life. And then when he gets to where he's going, then he's asking God, say, Lord, just let me die. Take my life from me. Oh my. Have you ever felt so bad that you just wanted to quit living? Come on now. Oh my. Have you ever felt like your, your life was just all defeated? You're just living a defeated life? Have you ever felt fruitless and useless? Oh yes. Do you ever just want to give up? My, my. Have you ever felt you were all alone? Oh, yes. Have you ever just ever felt confused even by life itself? Oh, my, does the closeness with God seems to be far away? Because there was a time when you could just feel God. You could just reach out and touch God. But now in your state that you're in, oh, yes, you feel like God is a million miles away. But I'm going to tell somebody here tonight, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Hey, God, I'll go with you all the way to the end. He said, it'd be a present help in the time of trouble. He also tells me no weapon that's formed against me is going to prosper. Hallelujah. He also tells me greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh, hallelujah to God. I'm telling you what. Elijah wasn't alone. Come on now. I said, Elijah wasn't alone. You might be fighting one of the worst battles of your life. But can I tell somebody here tonight? You're not alone. You've got somebody. His name is Jesus. He's right here with you. I just come to help somebody tonight. I know it's Monday night. Oh, yes. And we're on a more weekend. And oh, my. And I'm telling you what. We honor those that have died on the battlefield. And then we honor those men that's in the service also. But I'm going to tell you, friend. But I've come to tell you there was one soldier that went to the cross Thank God and my died on the cross. But on the third day he arose triumphant. I'm telling you what he now. He's at their father's right hand. Making intercession for you and I. Thank God. I'm telling you he's a soldier of all soldiers. Thank God. Oh my. I'm glad. Thank God I'm not alone. I said I'm not alone. Amen. When the devil thought he had him defeated. But thank God he arose triumphant. I'm telling you what the devil will make you think. You're alone. Amen. You might as well give up. But God said, I'm here for you. Listen, God knew where Elijah was. Can I tell somebody, God knows where you at tonight. I said, God knows where you at tonight. Hallelujah. God was watching. And guess what? And God sent an angel to him. Whoa. Praise God. God provided for him. I'll never forget. I'm going to tell this. My dad was. 
myself the other day, and he was looking up something in the Bible. And, uh, and he couldn't find it. And so he searched, and he searched, and he searched. And he said, God, I guess this is not meant for me to bring out in my class. And he said, but I know it. So he said, I think it may be in the book of Ezekiel. So he goes through the Ezekiel and he looks through there and trying to find what he was looking for. He couldn't find it. He said, well, maybe it's in the book of Isaiah. He goes to the book of Isaiah, searches it, he can't find it. He said, maybe it's in the book of Jeremiah. He said, I look. He said, God, I can't find it. It's just not meant to be for me to be able to, uh, to bring this out in my class. But I know it's in the Bible. I've read it before. And I'm going to tell you, oh, glory to God. He said, I, as I laid my Bible down oh, on, the, on the little counter there, and I happened to look, and the pages began to turn. And it went to the place where I was looking for and it seemed like there was a hand pointing and say, "Here's what your here's your answer." I'm telling you, when 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 he told me that, I thought, "My God, Dad, you're not alone." Hallelujah. Praise God. When you feel in your despair and my, you feel so depressed and you feel like I don't know which way to go, I've come to tell somebody you're not alone. Hallelujah to God. God was watching and he sent an angel to Elijah and God provided for him. Amen. He slept again, but God woke him up. God was doing more than just sustaining him. What was he doing he was preparing him I said he was preparing him you said my well, brother Collie you don't know this trial that I'm going through I may not but maybe in the midst of your trial God is preparing you for something All right. All right. I said God is preparing you for something hallelujah you're not alone God is always watching he sees you just where you are at I mean, believe tonight that God can sustain. God can sustain. He has more in mind than just getting you by. I want to say God has a plan for your life. I said God has a plan for your life. Oh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, there is hope. I said there is hope. He wants to bring you out of your wilderness. You don't belong there. Hallelujah. How many remembers when God saves you? Let me see your hand. Amen. How many, let me see the hands that when God filled you with the Holy Ghost. Thank God you remember the time. You remember the day when God done it. Amen to God. And I'm going to tell you, oh, the same God that you felt the first time, he's still God. He's the same today as he was yesterday. Thank God he's a God that never changes. Oh, my God has a plan for your life. And there is hope for you. He wants to bring you out of your wilderness. The Lord's question to Elijah, he said, what doest thou here in a cave? 
What doest thou here, Elijah? What are you doing here? I just want to ask somebody, what are you doing in a place that you're in? You don't need to be running. You need to be, thank God, shouting. Remember what God has done. God was asking his discouraged child a question. Elijah was trembling when, when he should have been trusted. And that's what's happened a lot of times. We're, we're getting into such a shape in a situation we go to trembling. Oh, yes, because of fear and frustration. Oh, yes. Hey, man, it's no time in trembling. Elijah was pouting when he should have been praising God. Oh, we're living so close to the coming of Jesus Christ. There's no, there's no time for pouting in this last hour. But we need to be worshiping God, praising God. Look what the Lord has done. Amen to God. I told my church the other day, I said, I know we've all come through a pandemic. And we've all been tested and we've been tried. Amen. Sometimes we have loud fear to cause us to, you know, to tremble. But I'm going to tell you, there's no time of trembling. But put our trust in our faith in God. Your governments may let you down in this old world, but God will never let you down. Hallelujah. God hasn't changed since he had given Elijah victory. He was still, he was still with Elijah and still in control. Can I tell somebody? He hasn't changed for you either. He's still the same God when he gave you the victory the first time. Come on now. David said, listen, the same God that gave me the bear and the lion will give me this uncircumcised Philistine that's trying to defile the camp of God. I'm telling you what, God is in control. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God. God has a question for us today. What are you doing here? Oh, my God hadn't changed since Elijah's day to now. He's still in control. He's still watching you. If, if, you're, if you are defeated by fear, he's still there. I said he's still there. Oh, my, my, if you think you have no purpose in life, he still, he still gives life and life to the fullness. Oh, the Bible said the devil comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. But God said, I come that you may have life and life more abundantly. I don't know about you, but I feel a little life in this place tonight. Woo, hallelujah. I feel the breath of God breathing upon this place. Let's give him a hand cup of praise. I feel the glory of God in this house. You see, if you're covered up with problems, oh yes, he's still there. Come on now. If you, if you can remember a better day, he's still there. <laughs> Hallelujah. But God's question is, what are you doing there? What are you doing there? God has a purpose for your life. He asked Elijah, he said, what doest thou here? You don't have no business in a cave. You don't have no business where you at. You just saw the great manifestation of my power. You 
just saw the great moving, a whole nation fall on their knees in, in repentance. Amen. You see my glory. But one little threat from a Jezebel of the world. Amen. Now you're on the run. You're, it's drawn you into a wilderness of despair. I want to tell you something. Don't let the world or the situation around you drive you to a place where you shouldn't be. Because I'll tell you what it'll do. It'll bring nothing but confusion to your life. Come on now. I don't know about you, but I've been there. I know what it's like to be driven. Oh, yes. I'm telling you what. It's not an easy feeling to get into a place where you, where you, where you can't feel God. Job said, I look to my left. And I looked to my right. I looked in front of me. I looked in back of me. And I could not feel God. And oh my. And I'm going to tell you. That's where the, the devil would like for us to get to a place. That we think God is far, far away from us. And my, we used to say. Oh God, I remember when I used to walk with you. And I, and I could just reach out. And, and I could just touch you. Because you were so near to me. But God, now I cannot feel you. Can't feel your presence. Sometimes there is a wall. There is something there that hinders us. But God has told me to preach this. You don't need to go in a retreat. You need to keep moving forward. Going on to the things of God. God said, I've got something better. I've got a revival that I want to give you. What is a revival? A revival is nothing but a time of refreshing. It's getting on the spout where the glory of God is coming out. And that's what I want. Amen to God. If you're driven by fear, thank God he can drive the fear away. You don't understand, preacher, my, my problem, my situation. I may not, may not know or understand what you're going through, but I do know this. There is a God. Hallelujah. That will help you through whatever you're going through. Thank God you don't have to be there. No, 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 but you can get up from where you're at and say, I'm going. Thank God I'm coming out of the state of fear and confusion and depression. And I'm going where the, in the presence of God where the Lord can touch me and minister to me. Hallelujah. I, I, you know, I'm a pastor. I've been a pastor a long time. And I've never seen people today that they're in the shape that they're in. Oh, yes. And one of the reasons that they're in the shape that they're in is because they allowed the enemy of hell to drive them to where they at. Amen. You don't need a pill to go to sleep. You don't need a pill to keep you going through the day. You don't need a pill to wake you up in the morning. You just need a touch of God. Hallelujah to God. I'm telling you, last night, it was just what my church needed. Thank God. 
Our brother came preaching on the wind, and my, my, you can, it felt like a tornado coming through there. Amen. I'm telling you, you can feel the wind of God's breath blowing upon the church, and you know what? I saw life. I seen those, my, that hadn't been raising their hands and praising God. I seen those raise their hand, begin to worship and magnify God. I seen young people getting in. I seen older people getting in, and I said, Lord, this this is what we want. Hallelujah. The church don't need to go in a retreat. No, no. What we need is an old-fashioned God-sent revival again. Hallelujah. A moving of the Spirit of the Almighty God. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes. Listen here. No matter what you're going through, thank God, God will help you. Praise God. He will defeat fear. Thank God. I said he can defeat fear. Oh, yes. If you cover up, if you know, if you think you have no purpose in life, he still gives life and life to the fullness. Thank God. Aren't you glad for God tonight? Oh, yes. Let me tell you something. God is here. I said if God is here, the Lord's voice, you can hear it in verse 11 and verse 15. God told Elijah to go out and stand on the mount. He wants Elijah, he wants Elijah up and seeking. And God asks for Elijah just to listen for a minute. Amen. God is asking you to perk up a minute and listen. You ever talk to somebody and you couldn't get a, a word in? You're trying really to help them. I was talking to a lady one time and she needed help. She asked me for my advice what would i do she said pastor i didn't need an answer well i go to try to talk to her and i couldn't get a word in i said didn't you ask me to come and talk to you she said yes i said well shut up <laughs> i said just be quiet and listen to what I got to say. You know, that's the reason I believe God's trying to say sometimes. Just shut up. Get you, quit your pouting. Quit your whining. I've got something for you. All right. Woo! Hallelujah. You may say, well, I, I was looking for a better message on a Monday night for a revival. But I'll tell you what, it's time. Thank God. God can never speak to us. As long as you're in that dilemma, as long as you stay in depressed, as long as you hold mind, all these things are loaded upon you. But God wants you to come out of the cave that you're in. Hallelujah. He's got some things that he wants to show you. Hallelujah to God. Oh, glory to God. God told Elijah to go out and stand on the mount. He wanted Elijah up and seeking him. He just wanted a, just a few minutes for him to perk up. Praise God. And I I believe God's trying to tell the church in these last days the pressure, the peer pressure. Let's perk up. All right. Come out of your cave in the wilderness just for a second. Thank God. Just give me a little of your time today. Why God has said, God said, I'm passing by you, by your way. I'm passing by your way. And I believe God is passing by our way tonight, right here at Bible Way. 
Praise God. Elijah saw the mighty thing happen. Wind that broke rocks, earthquakes, fire, all, all of this, and God wasn't in it. Out of all the turmoil, God spoke in a still, small voice. And I believe God is still speaking today in that still, small voice. I know there are storms in every one of our lives. Earthquakes may be shaking your world today. Oh, yes. You may be tossed around by the wind and blowing in your life. You may be getting burned by the fire. But God wants you to listen. I said, God wants you to listen. In all the storms of your life, you know what God is doing? God is calling to you. I said, God is calling to you. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you just got to listen to what God is saying. Oh, my Christians, in your storm, God is speaking. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's speaking to those who who never known him. I am here for you. Amen. You don't have to go through this alone. I am here. Hallelujah to God. I, I remember when I was going through my sickness that I was going through, and I thought my world was coming to an end for his life concerned. But I'm going to tell you through the midst of my trial, God said, you're not alone. I am with you. I'm going to bring you through this. Thank God. If he brought the Hebrew children out of the fire furnace, if he brought old Daniel out of the lion's den, I'm going to tell you, he said, I will bring you through it. Praise God. You're not alone. I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Listen, God wanted to use Elijah in his plan. He had kings for Elijah to anoint. Yes, he did. He had others for Elijah to bring to him. God isn't through with us. God wants to save us. Yes, he does. I said, God wants to save us. He wants to sustain us, but he also has a purpose for your life. Christian, can I tell you today, you may be weary and all my things that you're going through, but oh, but God has a purpose and God has not forgotten you. Oh, yes. I was in a hospital not too long ago. And uh, I just felt led to go into this room to pray for this person. And when I walked in that room, I, I noticed that, that this lady was just weeping and crying. And, and, and her husband was sitting over there. I didn't, I just felt led to go in there. And I was praying, God, send me to somebody today. Amen. I went to see someone and I said, Lord, I made this trip. I just don't want to just see one. I want to see somebody else. Lead me to a room. But when I come by that room, I felt the Holy Ghost when it began to uh, beckon me to go into this room. But when I went in there and I seen this lady crying, 
mind. And, and I looked at him. She looked at me. And I said, I am a minister. And, and, I, and I just felt led to come in here to have prayer with you. And my, they began to weep and cry. And this lady said, you know, in my trial, I felt like God has left me. I can't feel God. I feel all alone. I said, ma'am, you're not all alone. Because God sent me here to give you a word of encouragement. And I believe if you'll just put your trust in him, hallelujah, and begin to raise your hand, begin to worship you, Lord, worship him. I believe he'll raise you from this bed of affliction. And oh my, and my, she said, that's exactly what I want. And we prayed, and the Holy Ghost came in that room. That lady began to worship God, magnify God. In my mind, two days, she went home rejoicing. God did a work in her life. Can I tell somebody you're not alone? Elijah wasn't alone. Others in the Bible wasn't alone. God was with them. Hallelujah to God. I believe God is saying, I'm calling for you. I don't know. But I sense when I was studying for this message today, when I was studying, God said, there's someone that's going to be there that's going through a storm of their life. Would you tell them that they're not alone in that storm? Hallelujah. When Paul was the only one on that boat of Christian. Oh yes. He was headed to Rome. But a storm came. I'm talking about a bad storm. But oh. But Paul was not alone. Because he told them. Everything was going to be alright. Because that night. God sent an angel. I've come to tell somebody. You're not alone in your trial. You may be, you may be feeling. Preacher you don't know. My circumstances. You don't know my situation. I may not know, but there's a God in heaven that knows everything that you're going through. He's heard your cry. He's heard your cry in the midnight hour. And you wonder how in the world, God, am I going to get out of this dilemma that I'm in? But I come to tell somebody, God said, I'm going to help you. Thank God. I'm going to help you. Oh, God. Wilderness is not your answer. The cave is not your answer. There's nothing but coldness and deadness in a cave. Nothing can live in a cave. Amen. Every, anything is in a, in, a, in a wilderness becomes depressed. Amen. But God said, you don't belong there. I'm in the midst of your trial. I'm there for you. I've got better plans for you. You don't have to live a defeated life. No, no. Amen. You can just get up from where you at with your hands raised to God and said, I'm tired of being tired. Amen. I want God to touch me. Hallelujah. I want my deliverance. You can have it if you want it. How many tonight you said, Brother Coley, I want victory and not retreat. I want victory and not retreat. How many tonight you said, Brother Coley, I've been going through a trial here lately. 
uh, and I'm, I'm Billy Bowden this, and I, I seem like I can't overcome it, but since you preach what you're preaching, I feel like I can make it. The battle's not yours, but it's God's battle. It's God's battle. He's going to fight somebody's battle for them tonight. I want you to stand with me all over the building. I, I won't curse and curse and I want y'all to come back and sing that song. The blood. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. I want that person, while they come tonight, you here tonight, and I sense it through the Holy Ghost. You're struggling with things. Oh, my. And it's weighted you down. It's been right here for a long time. Oh, Shonda Mahaya. But it don't need to be on your shoulders no longer. But it needs to be under your feet. Oh, you've let it weight you down instead of walking on it. But God said tonight, if you'll come, I'll give you the touch that you need. In the midst of all Elijah's problems, his discouragement, wanting to die. The Bible said God sent an angel and God touched him. Get up. Get up. God's trying to say to us tonight, I sent you a message. It's time to get up. Get from the place that you're at and come and receive victory. Hushandabaya. I feel the Holy Ghost. Father, I delivered what I thought and I believe that you gave me for this group of people tonight. Lord, I've sensed it through your word that God, there's somebody in this place. The devil is doing everything that he can to make them go into a retreat. They have witnessed your power. They, they experienced your glory and the cause of situation. The devil's trying to do everything he can to pull them. But there's no time to retreat. It's time we grab a hold of your touch, of your saving power. Hallelujah to God. I want you to tonight, and I sense it through the Holy Ghost, there's three people in this building you're fighting. You're fighting for your life. There's a problem. There's a situation. God said, I want to help you with that. When they, while they're singing that song, I want you to step out from right where you're at. I want you to come. Yes. Thank God. God's going to help this, our sister tonight. Praise God. Who would join her? I feel there's two more. You say, preacher, I'm, I, I'm, I've been fighting the situation. I need God to help me. I want you to step out right now in the name of Jesus as they sing. Hallelujah to God.